just a quick heads up, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you might want to check your inbox. We've got something kind of cool and exciting in there. Jiggity, check it out. We have a nice, easy, one-on-one, smooth listening, easy listening podcast today. I'm excited. Drew met with Jeremy Harder to talk about the FTA, and I gotta say, this was last year. I feel bad that this one was delayed as much as it was. My sincerest apologies to Jeremy and the FTA for this being delayed. I um, I got COVID while remodeling my kitchen over the holidays, and, and uh, it just, everything stacked up, got backed up, and I wasn't able to release this one in a timely manner as a bonus episode last year, so I edited this episode and couldn't believe how much the FTA has changed. I didn't know there's so much amazing stuff going on. I highly encourage anybody who cares about the uh, industry as a whole to give this episode a listen and find out what the FTA is doing, how you can be a part of it, how you can contribute to it. It's really amazing. Also, it's just some nice, fun, easy listening between Drew and Jeremy, and turns out to be a pretty entertaining episode, so please give it a listen, and also uh, hit up our sponsors. They they do great things for us, and they do great things for you. Helmbot is the software that's scheduling your floats, your employees. It has logbook conversations going on. They're constantly making updates. Their latest one is a pretty good one. It's so that you can't stack um, promo codes or, or uh, credits, discounts. I remember one time I was shopping on a store over the holidays. I got both a huge holiday discount and an employee discount stacked on top of each other. And I would guess they actually lost money selling the um, products that they did to me. Uh, It was Prana. It was Prana. I'm sorry, Prana. I had to do it. Um, Yeah, Helmbot.com is where you want to go. They're constantly making updates to make the shop better for you. So you can keep your mind on your actual business. Also, a big shout out to Isopod, I-S-O-P-O-D.com. Isopod, we love these guys. We're finally hooking up, I, this kind of sounds weird, but we're finally hooking up the Bluetooth part of uh, our newest Isopod. We never did because we just kind of like simplicity at the shop and, um, you know, all the little requests, uh, death by a thousand cuts, right? Like all these little things can just become too much for our staff. And, and, uh, so we're finally doing it just so for the custom one-offs for, um, the long-term customers that we have can listen to music, uh, via Bluetooth now. So that's pretty cool. I-SOPOD.com is where you want to go to check them out. Now, please let me introduce Drew and Jeremy Harder. Welcome back to Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. This is Drew Kane, and I own New Hampshire Float, just north of the Massachusetts border in a little town called Londonderry, New Hampshire. Today, you hear my voice off the top because this is a special year-end bonus episode. As some of you may know, I am on the Float Tank Association Board of Directors. I also sit on the marketing and awareness and outreach and education committees. So as the year winds down, we thought it would be a great idea to share what's been going on with the FTA over the last year or so and give everyone a preview of what we are striving for in the upcoming new year. Today, we hope to remind current members what is currently available to them and share with non-members what the FTA has to offer. So with that out of the way, I'd like to introduce my guest for this show about the FTA. I have someone who is 
one of the most active members in our industry. And even though he's not on social media that much, I think most people will recognize his name. He is a highly knowledgeable individual in this industry, and I have personally, personally learned quite a bit from him myself. And a, a quick aside, prior to opening my float center, he and his wife were very gracious enough to have me up to his float center and to learn how to clean a float room. I was uh, maybe 10 days away from opening my float shop, and I had never cleaned a float room. So um, he was awesome enough to have me up to his center. Um, we've since become awesome friends outside of the float world. We have uh, spent the night at each other's homes. I've gone snowboarding with them, had some epic times. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about our industry. So without further ado, I would like to welcome James Harder from Float Harder in Portland, Maine and Ripple Float and Wellness in New Haven, Connecticut, amongst other things that he does. So, James, welcome to the show. Awesome. Thanks, Drew. It's uh, great to be here. Um, yeah, long-time listener, first-time guest. I feel like it's about time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm happy to be here, man. Uh, I remember listening to some of the first episodes of the podcast while painting Float Harder when we were getting ready to open. So, um, yeah, it's it's been part of our Float Center journey right from the start. Um, quick shout-out to... Amy and Lance and Brian, former hosts and partners over the years, haven't haven't heard from them in a while. I hope they're all doing well, also. Oh. Uh, so, hey, was your float center um, the podcast was already going prior to opening your float center? The podcast started, I believe, it was almost exactly the same time we started building out our float center. So, Too like funny. the first episodes of the podcast were. I mean, I'd, I'd have to look back at it, but we started building our float center in like October, November of 2015. But I bet that's pretty close to when yeah, the podcast started. So. That it did start in the year 2015. Yeah. Interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's amazing how many people the podcast has touched because it was also a podcast that sparked my entry into the float industry. Really, was finding these guys and. Um, I'm with you, even though we don't really hear from Amy and Lance and mm -hmm. Brian too much. They were definitely part of my journey as well. So shout out to the old school podcasters that we have there. For sure. Yeah. And a shout out yeah. to the, uh, the new school ones that aren't here this evening. But uh, I've been so lucky to get to have the opportunity to work with, you know, most of you uh, over the past few years with you on the FTA board of directors and with uh, Kim on uh, you know her as president of the float conference and um yeah and gloria yeah. also on the float conference so that's been so great. as you're starting to say these things about how you know my co-hosts and quick shout out dylan gloria and kim who are awesome we love you guys and miss you tonight um you aren't an active person on social media, which I envy and I think is awesome. Um, but you're also heavily involved in the industry. So I think there are definitely new people who may not be aware of who you are and what you do. So I think this might be a good time for you to kind of give a little bit of your resume. And I, I do know about you, so I know, I know how hard you work and all the things you're involved with. So why don't you share some of that with the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my name is James Harder. I have uh, a float center here in Portland, uh, Portland, Maine, the original Portland, the OG Portland. Uh, 
host of the 2022 float conference if you haven't heard um but yeah uh, my wife amy and i we had our first float when we lived out in colorado back in about 2010 and we loved it we had an amazing experience we told all our friends out there about it at that time there was one place that offered floats commercially that we knew of in denver and of course now uh you know we, there's so many float tanks all over denver and colorado in 2013, we came back home to Maine to hike the Appalachian Trail. And after we finished that, we got the idea for a float center. And of course, we'd spent all our money that year hiking the Appalachian Trail and wandering around. So then we had to work our tails off for a few years and put together a business plan. And in 2015, we started the process of opening our float center. And 2016, we opened... Um, yeah, it's, it, we started with three float tanks. A year later, we added a fourth float tank. And in 2017, we started New England Float Partners, which is a business where we offer consulting, um, float tank installation, maintenance, repair all over New England. We've had the opportunity to work with some amazing clients up here, uh, the Patriots, the Celtics, uh, a bunch of different float centers. Um, and can then, I can I jump in real quick so you can openly yeah, yeah. talk about that stuff? I I do remember a time where that was kind of on the hush hush, but it's okay to to talk about that now. Yeah, a to some bit. extent. Yeah, I mean yeah. they have float tanks, and that's pretty widely known. I think uh, most professional sports teams these days have float tanks within their training facilities. So yeah, they're they're among them, and yeah, we're really excited to to help them out, make sure that their tanks stay. Uh, sparkly clean and ready for those guys to use them for, you know, stress relief, muscle recovery, uh, injury recovery, concussion recovery is huge for them as well. So it's funny yeah. how far we've come where that was like, you can't really talk about it because the Patriots are the Patriots, obviously the best football <laughs> team in the NFL and um, being a couple of New England guys, there will be That's no right. dissenting opinions tonight. Sorry, Roy Vore. <laughs> I'm not sorry, but, Roy Vore. I'm not sorry, but... Um, but, yeah, but also, yeah. with that said, I um, can you talk about everything? Because I know I know there was some other people that used to be New England yeah, Patriots I mean, whose tanks yeah. he used to take care of. I, I don't know there, if there I was a, There was a pretty high-level quarterback that we used to help out with his float tank, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, those guys, they're great. And it's been it has been a pleasure. I've been a Patriots fan since I was a little kid, so getting to work with them is just a dream come true. Um, yeah, and lots of other float centers all over New England as well. You know, it's, it's always a pleasure to help people that are just coming into the industry and they have a, an issue that they think is a catastrophe and you get to show up with, you know, your few years of knowledge and go, oh this isn't a big deal it's we'll take care of this so that's <laughs> yeah it's not a big deal to you like i've seen this a couple <laughs> times no big deal totally but the person there's freaking out i know how yeah. that goes yeah then uh yeah in 2019 um uh became a member of the interim float flotation tank association board of directors uh in 2019 started working with the float conference uh on the sponsorship committee and in 2020, became a board of director for the Float Conference. Uh, also in 2020, um, we partnered with a friend down in Connecticut to open Ripple Float and Wellness Center, which uh, turns out March 7th of 2020 is not really the best time to open a new business. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there was some pretty drastic world changes going yeah, things, on at that things time. Things got weird for a minute. So yeah. There's but, definitely uh, some people out there who can relate to the timing sure, of I'm opening sure. up at that time. And um real quick, uh, where you did you say the Ripple Float and Wellness is located? 
Yeah, Ripples in New Haven, Connecticut, um, which Amy went to school down there, so we had that connection with the area. And uh, yeah, we had. And um, where where in New Haven is it? So it's in the lobby of the Omni Hotel on Temple Ooh. Street. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. Uh, you know, it's a nice the, nice place. Uh, yeah, all the things that made it a great opportunity um, really fell apart in 2020. It was a it was a great opportunity because we had a a great relationship with the hotel that typically hosts two to three weddings every weekend and has uh, countless functions throughout the year, and then of course. COVID hit and all that went away. So all of the things that made it such a golden opportunity went away as well. But um, we're, we're grinding back. The city's coming back. We're uh, rekindling our relationship with a lot of the athletic departments in the city. There's uh, five colleges in New Haven. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, getting their, their athletes in to, to utilize our services. At Ripple, we have uh, four float tanks, three massage rooms, two infrared saunas, and a cryotherapy chamber. So, uh, totally wow. different uh, vibe than, than Float Harder in Portland, which, of course, we just have four float tanks. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's great. And, um, yeah, now it's 2021, and I've accomplished my ultimate goal of being an Art of the Float guest. So, yeah. probably, uh, probably retiring <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it yet. I know there are still people who need your help. No, no, no. I definitely <laughs> won't retire in 2022 because that's also one of our huge goals um, becoming part of the the float conference board, I left no um, guesses about it, but it, it, it was to bring the float conference to Portland, Maine, from Portland, Oregon to Portland, Maine. So uh, it's coming here uh, this coming year, and we're super excited. It's going to be a blast. So yeah, awesome! Something to look forward to for next year. The for sure. the other the East Coast Portland. The, yeah, the original Portland. The, enough, the of right this, enough of this. Enough of this. Enough of this. Other Portland. It's the, <laughs> the the first Portland. Nice. I like it. Awesome. So, um, you stay busy. You obviously have your hands in a lot of different things, and um, you just briefly talked about your um, New England Flow Partners. But I do know that you're constantly on the road, traveling around uh, Connecticut. Uh, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, you're all over the place, putting in a lot of miles, helping a lot of people. So anyone in uh, New England, if you want to add to James' workload, reach out to him. <laughs> reach out to him. I, I've, also, I actually, I recently passed someone off to James, so, it, so don't yeah, feel on bad that, doing on it. On that note, anybody in New England that's uh, looking to join me and uh, hang out and Help people solve their float tank problems. Would love to to bring somebody else on to to take part in that. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So um so again, I'm on the board with you. We've been on the board for over a year. I've been on, and uh, personally, I've seen a lot of growth in the float tank association, and um, I think that there's a lot of new people in the float industry that may not know what the FTA provides. And maybe there's even some people who've been around who don't know what the FTA is um, able to provide and help with. So what do you think um, we get into it a little bit and maybe discuss, uh, start off with what's been going on over the last year and um, we'll go from there. Yeah, totally, man. Um, Yeah, uh, the last couple of years have shown incredible growth from uh, the the association. 
you know, in 2020, we ran a membership drive um, asking people to become a member for just a dollar for the rest of that year. And that it would uh, their membership would renew for the regular price, which most people are signed up as float center owner operators. Um, so that's a two hundred dollar a year membership um, in from the time that I got involved with the FTA back in 2018 to now. We've seen about a 500 percent membership increase. So that's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're really stoked about that progress. And, uh, you know, th but there's still still a lot of progress to, to be had a lot of low hanging fruit. Um, we're excited to, to continue to grow it. Um, the website has been uh, a major uh, point of, of growth. We've put a lot of information up there. We really want the Flotation Tank Association to be the go-to reference point for not just people looking to get into the industry, but also for health departments and regulatory agencies around the country, around North America, and hopefully eventually around the world as well. Um, you know, we want it to be the, the most conclusive uh, group of information so that people uh, who need help can go there and send their regulators there as well. Awesome. Yeah, the one-stop shop for information about the float industry, right? For sure. Yeah, uh, up on the, on the website now, we have um, the most conclusive list of pool, spa, and float tank regulations that we know of. Uh, we have previous um, recordings of, of panel discussions, so people can hear the, the past ones of those that we've put on. There's 14 to 15 research summaries that are up on there. Uh, I have two, I have a couple questions. What's, is all of this information open to the public is my first question. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Okay. So, so you gotta be, you have yeah, to be a yeah. member to so, access the, a lot of this information. So right? some, some of the information is open to the public. Um, uh, again, the stuff that we really want, um, regulatory agencies to be able to find and look to the FTA as the, um, leader in the industry, that stuff is all openly available. Uh, all of the stuff that would be of benefit to someone who's running a float tank or a float tank center, that stuff is all uh, mostly behind a paywall. Um, you know, we gotta we gotta get people involved, get people putting putting some skin in the game to to help us move things forward. Totally. And so, for people who are already members, this is I guess is a good time to remind you that you can actually log in. And if you, um, we don't give out the password, right? If you need the password, <laughs> shoot, a, shoot a message to the FTA. We'll give you the password. Yeah, um, it's, also, but, it's also right there in your, in your receipt for your FTA membership. So if you read through the, the details in there, it'll have the, all that information as well. Quick email search, super easy to find out. But um, yeah, for people who are listening and don't access that information, um, there's definitely some good information there to include those panel discussions, which you had kind of mentioned, but I think, um, why don't we tell people a little bit more about the panel discussions? Because I know the last one was a, was an awesome one and really had a lot of people talking. So I think those, um, what we've done in the past and what we plan on doing in the future are definitely a huge benefit. For sure. Yeah. The panel discussions have been a huge hit. Um, it's just, some of the leaders in the industry sharing what they've learned over the years with anyone who wants to listen. Um, we've held panel discussions on how to take your holiday sales to the next level, 
um, converting your gift card redeeming customers into returning customers, growing memberships, uh, all sorts of things. And yeah, we definitely plan to hold these regularly, monthly or bi-monthly in the coming year. So that's a lot of a lot of great information right there for sure. Yeah, and and people can access the old ones behind the yep. paywall, yep. and in the future, which we do have some cool ones planned coming up. Um, and maybe now is a good time to talk about the one in January. Are, are we releasing that information yet? Uh, yeah, that should be available now um, on January eighteenth. The Sanitation Regulatory Affairs Committee is going to be holding a panel discussion of sorts um our resident geek dr roy vor is going to be <laughs> holding it down answering a bunch of questions talking about our upcoming microbiology project that we're doing he's also gonna help us as a as a industry walk through the process of together creating best practices uh, as of now, the, the industry has, you know, the North American Flotation Tank Association standards, but we want to put together a set of best practices to really lay out how you should be working to maintain your float solution and other steps and procedures within your facility. Love it. And for a quick aside, um, Roy Vore is somebody who is an awesome, awesome person to have involved in the float industry. He has a ton of knowledge, used to work for the CDC. He's a microbiologist. Yeah, one of, one um, of the top water sanitation experts on the planet. So he's, he's amazing. And yeah, the other great thing about those, uh, those discussions will be, you know, this is an opportunity for people to come together and ask those questions, those hard questions about keeping your float solution clean. So, yeah. And I, I'm sure there are people out there like me who sometimes you run into things and you don't necessarily want to put it out there to the float collective and say, why is this happening? Because you feel a little totally. like shouldn't happen at my float center. But the fact of the matter is we're dealing with the public. There's lots of people coming in. There's lots of things that can happen. And this is a great opportunity to ask questions and hopefully people feel comfortable asking those questions in a, a forum where it's going to help other people learn about those situations. Right. Um, we, haven't, we haven't decided yet if that one is going to be recorded or not for that specific reason, just the anonymity of it. Because, yeah, like you said, it, it is tough. Uh, you know, even just to, to be real honest, this past year, after five years of being open, I was dealing with some water issues that were kicking my ass for a week and it was so it wasn't you know anything major but it was just driving me nuts and it'd be great to have a regular opportunity to discuss that with someone who has some of the top knowledge on the planet and that's what we want to provide is an opportunity for people to openly discuss that float tank association.org is that the website james <laughs> no no <laughs> flotation.org yeah. Just but like if, I said, flotation.org <laughs> if you want to sign up. Um, but that's I can't wait to see that. And through my um, involvement in the um, Float Tank Association, I've gotten to know Roy Vore, and he's awesome, tons of information. And I've multiple times sent his video to both customers who were concerned about water quality. And I had somebody claim uh, that something happened at my float center that – through his video, 
made the health, the health inspector feel comfortable that it did not happen at our float center. And it was just somebody blaming it on the float. Um, and, People often want to have somebody to blame things on. Uh, oh, totally. And, and yeah, Two weeks having, later, they'll say it was the float. Right, yeah, <laughs> right. Having Roy on our team is, is an incredible asset for sure. It's awesome. And he really yeah. has, he doesn't own a float center. He is not a business partner in a float business. Um, he actually works in pools down <laughs> in, in, a, in, a, in the Atlanta area. But, um, but people should know who he is, and it's a great opportunity to ask some questions that yeah. I'm, I'm assuming other people, you know. For yeah, sure. like you said, five years in, four years in, water is still kind of a mystery to me. Mm-hmm. And there's lots yeah, of things we were, that can we were in the CPO course out in Denver together. And we were <laughs> in the CPO course. That's right. We're both certified <laughs> pool operators. That's right. Which I, I think actually we need to uh, renew that when it comes to when the when the CPO comes to Portland, Maine. That's coming. <laughs> don't <laughs> tell me that. I, I I don't know if I can go through that. Again. Oh come on, you got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so that's one of the other great things that we have coming up uh, is that that microbiology project that, that Roy's helping lead the way on in, in those panel discussions as well. Um, this past year, we were also able to run a uh, donation matching campaign for the Float Research Collective, uh, Dr. Feinstein's new project. So we were super excited to, to do that. Uh, and if I may, the Float Research Collective is, um, for people who don't know, Dr. Feinstein left... Um, the Laureate Institute for Brain Research and um, is looking to start his own research collective, would we call it? Yeah. 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 So, and uh, yeah, we're really excited to, to see the, the great things that come out of that. So um, yeah, they, they needed approximately $5,000 for the legal fees of starting that organization. And uh, the FTA reached out to him and said, hey, what if we run a a contribution matching campaign uh, at the float conference. And we were really excited. We surpassed our goal, which was um, the FDA was prepared to match up to $2,500 worth of donations. So we were able to help them hit that $5,000 to, um, you know, take care of their legal startup fees. That's awesome. And shout out to everybody who contributed to that at the float conference. You guys are awesome. And that will hopefully make a positive impact on the industry as a whole. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, we've got uh, five, six committees that are doing good work. We've got the Outreach and Education Committee, the Manufacturer Suppliers and Consultants Committee, the Membership and Fundraising Committee, the Research and Medical Committee, the uh, marketing and awareness committee and the sanitation and regulatory affairs committee. So uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. The committees are are made up of uh, the dozen board members and then about another dozen volunteers. So yeah. So there are people who are, are on those committees who are not board members of the float tank association, but they are involved in, um, contributing and I just wanted to give a shout out to them as well and I think sure. I'd like to take a moment to say that that is a great opportunity to meet people within the industry to get involved to give back um, I, I don't know I have a ton of friends I, I feel I have a lot of friends in the industry that I can reach out to should something go wrong with my float center 
I don't know how people do it without it. And I've met my friends through being active and being involved. And I know it's a lot easier. I'm definitely an extrovert in that way. But there's a lot of introverts in the float industry. And I would just like to take a moment to say, if you're interested in any of these committees, please get involved. It's a great way to even just meet people and make friends and have people you can reach out and talk to when things are stressful or you're confused about something or there's a problem at your float center and you don't know how to handle it. Um, so there's what we say, six different committees mm-hmm. and, um, I'll let you get back to it. Sorry. I just wanted to <laughs> no, chi- no, chime in on that and no, encourage people to I get totally involved. I totally agree with you, man. I mean, that's, that's how we've met. And they so can many, do it right now. So somebody could, if somebody hears this and some committee sounds awesome, you want, you like how it sounds about the research committee. Yeah, you reach go, out to what, us. What was the website again? Float Flotation.org. Yeah, 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 pop over to Flotation.org. There's a a rundown of all the different committees. And you can get right in there and and reach out to us directly, um, whichever one interests you. Uh, Got a lot of really cool stuff on the horizon. The research and medical committees helping to organize and collaborate on new research. Um, Nothing too specific that we want to talk about just yet, but... Um, yeah, our, our buddy, Michael Cordova across the, across the pond, as they say, has been heading that up and doing an amazing job. Um, the outreach and education committee is going to be hosting a, a lot more panels. So, uh, if there's, there's something that you'd love to hear more about, or maybe something that you'd love to share with the industry, definitely let us know there. The sanitation regulatory affairs committee um, that committee has been really busy restructuring the bylaws to, to help move this commi- uh, this association forward in a real organized and in real way, uh, as well as that microbiology research and the best practices discussions. So, Think about how awesome it would be if wherever you are, you were part of the research committee and you could tell your customers how you are part of this worldwide committee <laughs> dedicated to the research of floating. I yeah. think that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's definitely on the horizon. Um, we're, we're working with researchers uh, all over the place to organize and, and set up what that looks like. Because uh, that's, that's part of the hope is that we can be collecting data from all over the place. And, and, and it's coming for sure. And this is a call to action for anybody who's out there who may either be part of any research or know people who are part of a research. There's lots of academia that are doing research on flotation. So we'd love to have people involved with this. And it may be something that you think is very minuscule, but would be very helpful to us. So definitely reach out. Right. To- or maybe maybe even just there. Uh, maybe it's not entirely on flotation maybe it's on mindfulness maybe it's on uh you know blood pressure or different things that we know are affected by the float and if if their data can help translate to something that's useful in some of these research studies that could be helpful as well so yeah don't, don't call the action don't hesitate to reach out for sure yeah this is still a small industry so um we need help from each other to advance this for sure. Yeah, the Marketing and Awareness Committee, uh, they're hoping to put together some uh, national float awareness campaign uh, in the next year. So that's that's huge. Um, as a, as a, 
idea for what that would look like. I don't know if you've ever seen on ESPN, there's like a, a commercial that just says Taekwondo and shows a bunch of people kicking ass at Taekwondo. It's not for a specific school or a specific style of training. It's just for Taekwondo. Like, go check out Taekwondo. Uh, Love it. Yeah, Super, Super Bowl between Tom Brady and the Bucks <laughs> and the Patriots, and we do a Super Bowl ad. I think that speaks to everybody, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it shouldn't be hard to round up enough funds for that. Yeah, let's, let's make that happen. Yeah, but I mean, that's likely happening in, what, a little over a month? Yeah, right. It's going right. to be exciting. <laughs> so but but those are those are some of the things that um we've discussed behind yeah. the scenes yeah we have a couple other committees do. uh manufacturers suppliers and consultants um where that committee is really focused on just fostering good relationships between uh those those people the, the manufacturers suppliers and consultants and the people who operate float centers and float tanks and then the the last one is the the membership and fundraising committee and again, while we're really excited about the growth that that committee has uh, helped push forward over the last uh, couple of years, we don't think that the the current membership really represents a tenth of the businesses and individuals who have float tanks in, uh, you know, in the in the world. And we would love to to keep growing that. So we're gonna reach out to them. We're also planning to to reach out to other businesses that create products and services within the float industry to uh, see how we can help that get them to help support the the efforts of the industry because you know it's it's not just about what we can do for the float tank center operator it's it's what we can do for the industry and the practice of floating as a whole we want to to help broaden the the knowledge of floating to the public um, and just get as many people in float tanks as possible. Floating is still so new that you can still run into people very easily who have never heard of it, don't know what Crazy. you're talking about, and yeah. think you're yeah they think you're they think you're nuts for floating in water. Like what are you no, talking? I, about? I mean, I think it's crazy that there's still people that have never heard of it. You know, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe that's because I've immersed myself so much in it in the yeah. last uh, six or seven years, but. Yeah, it, it is nuts. I mean, I look at where things have gone just up here in Portland, Maine. When we first started talking about it back in 2015 to people in the community, I would say maybe one in 50 people had heard of floating. Um, and then, you know, flash forward to now. And most people that I talk to, they go, oh, yeah, my, my sister tried that. My, my coworker tried that. Most people know of it. But every once in a while, yeah, you still get that person who looks at you and goes, what the hell are you talking about? And it's so crazy when you do get that person. But yeah. Yeah. It, it's, but they, yeah. it's not like a massage. Everyone knows what a massage is. And right. there's a massage everywhere. If you want one, very easy to find one, right? Totally. Um, but the, so the FDA, I think definitely, at least from the time I've been involved, has come a long way and we've gotten a, a lot accomplished. There's a lot... Everyone involved in the FTA, I think everyone owns a float center, right? Um, Making off the top think, of my head. Yeah, off the top. Well, other than Roy. Other Roy than does. Roy, yeah. everyone. Um, I think owns so, a float right center. now. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, and Roy has, does have his own business. Right. He, well, he, owns, he has a business doing right. stuff. I won't right. yeah, share I mean, too much of that, but he has a business <laughs> that he's volunteering his time um, to get involved with the FTA because he cares about it. And um, I think he enjoys the banter with us as well yeah, sometimes. We have a good time, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, every everyone within the, the board of directors on the FTA definitely owns between one and 
five businesses. I don't know. Uh, really busy people. And, and for that reason, this year, we, uh, we brought on a staff member, a paid staff member. Um, Jess, she's awesome. She also just happens to work with us up here at Flow Harder. Um, you know, with my work with the FTA, FTA over the last bunch of years, I wanted to make sure that we have someone that's incredibly dependable and awesome. And Jess is, uh, is that, and she has an incredible, uh, eye for detail. We call her Hawkeye. Uh, (laughs) 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 so yeah, she's, uh, been on with us this year. She's the person that helps to return emails. So if you've reached out to us this year, it's likely Jess that you heard back from. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's doing a great job and, yeah, she was uh, at Float Conference this year, holding down the booth, helping to grow the membership. So so some of you might have met her, and that just shows the progress that the association has made, that there's an actual employee at this point. Right. Yeah, um, I mean, really. Which is we, very helpful, just, too. It was absolutely essential. I mean, yeah. with, again, with everybody on the board working, you know, one to five businesses, it was like, yeah, we only have so much time. And, yep. uh, yeah, that's why it's kind of the, the idea of, many hands makes light work or you know like another one about raising ships i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a bunch of uh sayings that something like that um (laughs) yeah yeah jess has been awesome and um helped very helpful to organize things specifically for the fta that don't get lost in the shuffle with uh, the rest of us who have a million things on our plate and um so shout out jess thank you jess we, we love having Jess on board. For sure. Um, so uh, that's a little bit about what's been going on um, and even a little bit about what is currently going on with our um, upcoming panel discussion with Roy. Uh, so uh, what about the future? What do, we, what do we think that the FTA, maybe there's some stuff we can share with people about what we're looking for in 2022 and beyond? Yeah, I mean a lot, a lot more of the same. A lot of those panel discussions, a lot more of the the pushing uh, to to help get some more research happening. Um, the national float campaign, um, you know, a, a lot of the things that we've already discussed, and uh, the next one coming up, um, January eighteenth, will be that microbiology and best practices call. Again, that one is going to be just for um, FTA members, so. If flotation.org if you want to <laughs> sign up that's right yeah and um yeah we have a, a few different levels of, of membership we have individuals so if you just have a float tank in your house and you want to know what's going on that's a, a good level um there's a float center membership so people have float centers and then there's a manufacturers or suppliers membership um so and I can't, I really can't recommend this one enough. If you are at all unsure about anything that you're doing, go to this one because there's stuff that can go wrong. And if you don't know how to, def- people will blame, we've both had it. it hmm. People will blame your float center for something that went wrong. You have to be knowledgeable to defend yourself, to know that what you're doing is proper, it's safe, it's clean, and why that weird rash they got two weeks after they floated was not from your float center. So um, I can't recommend that one enough. If for nothing else, I do think the membership would be worth that one panel alone, Mm -hmm. let alone all these other panels. And um, I do know some of the ones that are upcoming, and there are some good ones upcoming as well that we haven't announced yet. 
for sure. Yeah, there's that. And then, you know, also, I mean, definitely be part of this panel discussion and uh, again, help the help us put together the best practices for the industry and to take it a step farther. If you can do it, um, I highly recommend taking the CPO course um, with Roy and Jake leading it and giving you how it's specific to the float industry, not just, you know, if you take it with your local health department or something. It's it's huge to have that information again, so you can have that intelligent conversation with the health department, with any regulatory agencies that want to step in. And just to throw another uh, a little more weight behind the CPO course, we aren't regulated as an industry. You do not have to have the CPO course, but when you do, you are treated differently. I have been by health inspectors. Oh, you're CPO For certified. Sure. You know, you're, they put weight behind that. And even though it's not, um, I don't want to say it's not directly related. I, again, Roy and Jake make it, they'll talk about it for the float industry side of things. But um, I think that while it is not something that is required, it is something that is beneficial. And I will tell people that and people love to hear it. Oh, your CPO, cert- even people who don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, CPO certified. That sounds big. You must know what you're talking about. So because um, you do, because, because you do. I do. <laughs> right. They're right. I do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's right, James. Yeah. So um, shout out to the uh, CPO course, because we again, we both have done it. And yeah. um, it's definitely Incredibly something. Yeah. yeah, it gives you some credibility and health inspectors know what that means. So. While they may not know what floating is, they'll know that you know what CPO means and what goes into that. So, um, sure. yeah, that's a great one. And they do that in um, right before the float conference? Yep. Um, yeah. yeah, we uh, the float conference has for the past bunch of years. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be happening this coming float conference, 2022, Portland, Maine. Where, where is that? Portland, <laughs> uh, Portland Maine. Maine. Yeah. Okay. The uh, original Portland, yeah. Is there a floatconference.com? There is. I believe uh, you can find all that information at uh, floatconference.com. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, nice. it's going to be great. We're, we're so excited to, to bring all of our float friends and family to, to Portland, man. It's going to be a blast. Portland's a great city. Um, you know, it's, it's a beautiful coastal town. It's, it's small. It's, you know, Portland, Maine's only 66,000 people, but like the food scene is amazing. There's, dozens and dozens of breweries and distilleries and uh you know the live music scenes amazing the um you know there's amazing concerts coming just before the float conference so once we announce the dates of the float conference um if you can have some time on either side of it to stick around and check it out it's you you won't regret it great great town love it (laughs) super excited portland 2022 the right coast yeah (laughs) um so the um i just wanted to touch on the the panels uh correct me if i'm wrong but i think our plan is to hold monthly panel discussions correct yeah approximately Approximately. yeah, yeah that's that's the plan is to have at least one event every month or so Um, You know, again, we're all extremely busy. So sometimes finding uh, times that line up for everyone uh, is is really difficult. But we do want to be holding a panel, uh, a team discussion uh, or something like that every month or so. 
and just again throwing it out there that there's how many how many board of directors do we have? Ten? <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> I we was just check, I, I was checking you, James. Yeah, again, good test. <laughs> Twelve. I, I, Correct answer. I Twelve. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so um, it's it's us coming up with these ideas for the panel discussion. So if anyone out there listening has an idea for something to have a panel discussion on, please reach out to somebody just shoot a message on facebook instagram mm. email whatever it may be yeah. we're just 12 people doing the best we can so if <laughs> you have with jess. 13 with jess 13 uh, with jess <laughs> thank you jess um but and, yeah if you, someone has an idea for something let us know we're yeah, we're open pretty, pretty much i mean you know kind of to wrap it up like uh you know become a member of the fta um if if you're already a member tell other float tank owners and float center operators about the fta encourage them to become a member and uh you know become a leader in the industry get involved with one of these committees and like drew said get to know some of the other leaders in the industry and really help us make this association the association that this industry deserves um i've had a blast in the last six years getting to know all the people uh, that I have and yeah, it's definitely become like family and the, the industry has grown so fast and there's so many people that I don't know that I really would love to get to know more. Um, so yeah, would love to have it's, more It's hard when you're not on social media, James. <laughs> <laughs> there's only so many hours in the day, Drew. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But you're right. That it's get involved in the industry and it's so easy. The, the industry is very friendly they're open. I love meeting new people um, through the bot- podcast. I People reach out to me all the time just to ask random questions. They'll call the shop and say, hey, can I talk to Drew? <laughs> I love that. And there are definitely, um, again, I there's a lot of introverts in the float industry. I know it's hard to put yourself out there, but reach out to somebody, shoot a message, say you're interested in something, and we'll, we'll take the lead from you. And um, We'd love to have you involved, and it's always great to meet new people, and there are so many benefits to being involved, um, you know, even just building personal relationships with people and being able to, um, it's, I don't know, I love it. I love when I, I can help someone through something. What do, like, I know, I know a lot of people reach out to you, James. I, yeah. I assume it's the same way. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy how much my life has been uh, consumed by floating. But uh, yeah, I still love it. You know, I still try to float two, three times a week and uh, really love the practice of it, love sharing it with other people and yeah, love helping other people share it with other people. So yeah, definitely uh, reach out to me as well. And uh, yeah, come hang out in Portland. Come come learn some more and let's, uh, let's all continue to, to grow the industry together. I love it. So um I guess with that said, we're kind of winding this down. And um, I think there's, we just laid out a lot of awesome things that the Float Tank Association has done, um, is doing, and plans on doing in the future. And if you have a float tank and you think this doesn't necessarily apply to you, I would say that that's incorrect. And it's a, um, it's a limiting way of thinking, you know, the more you're involved and the more information you can get, the more you can educate yourself, the better. Right. And, uh, what's our membership? $240 for the whole year. 
It's uh, 200 for Float Center. Yeah, look at that, even better. I was thinking 240 no problem. It's only $200. I, I, I appreciate you tossing me all these softballs, man. I'm just knocking these out of the park. I love it. So, like, talk to other people with other industries. There are some industries that charge thousands of dollars to be part of their association. And... Um, People like the sound of it. Health inspectors like the sound of it. There are so many reasons, whether it's just on a, a face, you know, surface level to a, a deeper level of helping, helping the community, which I think that's why most of us who are involved, I th- I, all of us, I shouldn't say most of us, I think all of us who are on the board of directors care about the industry, want the industry to go um, in a, a clean, positive, safe direction and that's what we're doing because it's easy to throw a float center in a gym. There's, I know there's one near me that it's just a float tank in a gym. I've heard a lot of negative things about it, and I wish the person would be involved in the industry just to very simple things to make his place. On, right on that note, uh, yeah, I definitely know where you're coming from on that. Um, one of the other things that the the membership and fundraising committee is doing is reaching out uh, by email and phone call to places that we know that have float tanks. So, um, you know, we're, we want to bring those people into the fold and make sure that people are doing it right. You know, because, yeah, it only takes one experience that someone has that's kind of weird or kind of gross, and they go, eh, I'm not going to do that again. And then people talk, and maybe they talk to your friend that lives, you know, somewhere across the country and says, oh, I tried that floating thing. It was weird. I'm not doing that again. And then maybe that person never goes and does it. But if they would have, they could have had an uh, incredible experience that would have, you know, changed their life. So, And the reason that affects all of us is because I 1,000% have people who come in who say my so-and-so in Michigan, Ohio, California, wherever, hmm. floated and told me to do it. Right. And you were the closest place to me. Right. So if th- that person had a bad experience... They wouldn't tell their significant other, whoever that may be, that to go try it, and then they wouldn't end up in your float shop. Right. So much love to a, everybody doing it right. Everybody, it it benefits us all to care about how this is done in a safe, clean, effective manner, and um, that's gonna it, it's gonna benefit not just the person who's floating and. Um, most people know, and if you don't, Dan Larson, who's in the Float Collective, he wants. I this always stuck out with me is that every every float has the potential to be a life changing float, and I believe that. As it kind of sounds cheesy, but I believe that <laughs> that it does, and I've seen it happen personally in my float center. So if someone's out there giving a bad float, it can affect everybody else, right? Sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. That's- Awesome. Anything else? I'll just leave it. Um, we'll kind of wrap it up. Anything else you want to get out there that you think we may have missed, or do you think we we got think most we, of I think we did. what we wanted to get out? Bang up job. I'd say for uh, my first appearance on this glorious podcast, um, you know, we covered all the bases. I think. Yeah. I mean, great job, Jerry. You I really, love it. You really steered the ship just the right way. Appreciate it. This is, <laughs> I think, my first hosted episode. So. Hopefully, um, I channeled some of my inner Dylan and represented well for the Art of the Float podcast. Um, so, yeah. So, um, and actually, I know uh, Dylan does some editing on the back end, but just out of curiosity, um, so you have two float centers. What type of booking system do you use for those? 
Oh man, we use this incredible booking system. Uh, maybe you've heard of it, Helmbot. Um, Helmbot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I use yeah. them too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the best. I love them. Totally. Yeah, we. Uh, you know, we. Were, I believe we were in like the first thirty customers for Helmbot, and getting to see how it's evolved over the years has just been awesome. And they. Uh, wait, so wait, great. wait! You were one of the originals. I believe we were in like the first thirty. Definitely in the first really? fifty. Yeah. Yeah. From when they went from float center owners to like, we're going to make our own booking system. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and it's been great. They've been incredibly responsive. Um, yeah. All the I things. I love the that... customer service for, for Helmbot. Top They're notch. so Top notch. cool. Their whole team. Yeah. Everybody's lovely. Um, recently, a couple of their uh, their team had, were out here in Portland, Maine. Uh, and they were hanging out, and we got together with them and had dinner, and yeah, it's just a, it's been great. That's so cool. Yeah, they're they're lovely, lovely group of humans. Yeah, we're not giving free ads. We don't do that on the Art of the Flow podcast. <laughs> but I was just curious what. what yeah, yeah, we yeah we use it at uh, both our locations, and um, yeah, I huh. have no right. int- intention of changing. And you know, we we definitely encourage other people who reach out to us to to give them a a call, and you can set up like a, a free tour of their their software and. Check it all out. So I don't know. I don't see why anybody would not at least give them a call and find out about it. No. Helm is a software that was built from the ground up for float centers. And it fulfills a number of needs from scheduling and customer management to credit card payments and metric tracking for your tanks. You can actually take measurements of uh, pH, alkalinity, temperature, stuff like Specific that. gravity, but, yeah. Right. Yeah, and if you get right bored, you can just like call and prank call them a little bit. And like, they're usually pretty cool about, about that as well. <laughs> Wait, you prank call them? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say I, I did. I didn't, I'm saying there's I love probably that. people that do. Oh, okay, okay. I, I didn't know that. I'm, oh, just throwing that I love out. them even more now. I can't. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> well, since, since its inception, Helm has grown to include unmanned and practitioner-based services like saunas, massage, and acupuncture. And didn't you say you have um, not just floats at Ripple? Yeah, in, Ripple we have. Uh, yeah, Ripple we have the four float tanks, three massage rooms, two infrared saunas, um, and one cryotherapy chamber. And even within all that, we have our, our helm set up to where we can have a tandem guest in the float, one of the float tanks, we have tandem guests in the uh, saunas, and one of our rooms is big enough for a couple's massage, so that has a tandem option. So, yeah, our, our helm page is huge and operates wonderfully. We can run reports. Just, yeah, it's fantastic. That's awesome. I love it. Those I love are, good technology. Those guys are all yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, they're good. So, um, no free ads, but Helmbot is awesome if you're interested in booking software. Um, so with that said, James, thank you very much for being a guest today and, uh, telling people all about the float tank association and sharing a little bit about yourself and to everyone out there. I think this is hopefully dropping right before the new year. So happy new year to everybody. I know it's been a difficult year. It's been a difficult two years and hopefully everyone can stay positive as we go into 2022 and remember that even though it's difficult, like I know it, I, I go through it myself. I know James goes through it. Um, Dylan, Gloria, Kim, we struggle. It's not easy. It's not perfect, but we're also providing something awesome for people and um, try to remember that, that you're giving, you're giving this awesome experience to people and hopefully that's changing their lives as well. 
Thank you very much, James, Thank you, for brother. being a guest tonight. And Happy New Year. Uh, Happy love. New Year to everybody. Happy holidays. And God bless for 2022.